Word. All right. And we're live. Boxed up UFC. Once again, we're back. It's Lemmy and Dylan. How are we doing? Doing well. Uh, we don't take weeks off, man. It's right. uh, it's boxed up at its, at its finest. I feel like we have a lot to go over. Um, we got re- uh recap this past card in North Carolina. I, I don't like. I don't, like. Can you not do a card in fucking Seattle or Portland? But like, you can in fucking North Carolina, bro. I'm I'm yeah. just saying. You can't come to St. Louis or Chicago, but yeah, it's whatever. pretty absurd. We we, yeah. we didn't. We didn't mention this before when we just hopped on. I feel like we should just talk about it right off the bat, um, just because of it's been the pretty like the, the very very big news in like the MMA combat sport. Yeah, world. Francis Ngannou signed yeah. with PFL. Yeah, I think it's worth talking about. Uh, yeah, he uh, released that he's gonna uh, have news on the sixteenth, uh, like a, f- a few days before prior, and then he announced that he's gonna be uh, joining PFL. Um, Couple things off the top of my head. His opponents get a minimum of two million dollars fighting him. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a, a boxing clause, so he can go box if he wants to. And PFL, really good fucking signing. And I see all this shit on Twitter about people who are saying it's a big win for Ngannou, and people are saying, uh, "Oh, like what the fuck? Like you're running from the grind." All the people are hating on Ngannou. My whole thing is like. Why does there need to be sides? Like whether it's yeah. good or bad for him, it's it's a move, and it's it it's not like MMA isn't just UFC. Right. PFL now has a really they're, good roster. They're on the rise for sure. Yeah. For sure, I dude, I think it's great for him because, like, what I was saying is like running from the grind. You're not going to be facing the best guys. Okay, let's just think about it like this. He's op- he's opening up. You know, the door's there for him to go box if he wants. Who is he going to box? Who knows? Maybe no one. Maybe no one. Exactly. But for the MMA side of it, $2 million to fight Francis Ngannou is enough to get somebody legit to come fight you. Because you see what the UFC is paying. Yeah. And it's like, okay, guy not in the UFC. I'm Guy, you know, finishes UFC contract. Whatever it will be. Two million is enough to get somebody good to come fight you. So, like the whole thing that he's gonna be fighting cans is just not true because you're mm-hmm. not gonna be paying. I mean, maybe you do pay two million to a can. I mean, maybe, to, yeah, maybe. probably not though. Like if if this is about growing PFL and you want as many eyes on it as possible, like that's a big enough amount to get someone to come fight you. And plus, like the whole thing with his deal is he wanted guaranteed money for his opponent. Like that yeah. is that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a good guy for that. And now the whole He's gonna be on the the uh, chairman of PFL Africa. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Like, I don't. People can hate on on Ngannou all they want for leaving the UFC, but I think he he got what he wanted. <clears throat> I was I wasn't on the hate Ngannou side, but I was on the what are you doing side for a while because for a while it just, like nothing was happening. It just took like, time, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It just took time, but for a while I was like, okay, like. Is he gonna get a deal? Like, what's going on? And like, the PFL seemed like the obvious answer for a long time. And then when all this stuff ha- came out, how like he was getting like rejected, all this shit, I was like, okay, like this might have been the bad, might have been a bad idea for him. Turns out it wasn't. He got what he wanted. And what people aren't considering either is he's not gonna fight until twenty twenty four. So that's enough time for like, let's say one the one other thing too is Francis Ngannou. Like, he's not getting any younger. Like he's, mm-hmm. I think he's already hit his peak as a he's fighter. Like, he's like 36, 37 or something. Yeah. So I think he's already hit his peak as a fighter. And then the next top 15 heavyweight to run out of his contract is probably going to see that and be like, yo, like, why wouldn't I do that? Mm-hmm. And I mean, in five years, PFL could be number one in all of MMA, I think, with how they pay, how they're on the rise, their format's more interesting. Their format is way more interesting. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think it's, I mean, for the they're, sport. And I mean, they're guys. on ESPN just like UFC is. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, we kind of were texting the group chat a little bit where it's not necessarily that the UFC is falling off. It's just they're failing to do innovative things that other promotions are doing. Like mm-hmm. one coming over to America with the DJ fight. That was a huge success for them, in my opinion. Yeah. And or fucking uh PFL signing Ganu and Jake Paul and all these guys. Like they're they're making moves that the UFC is not that is 
they know, stole the that French guy from them too. Yeah, and it's like the UFC is overlooking these things, and it's like they're just being complacent, and that leads to stagnation, and that leads to cards like we have this week. So without exactly. further ado, let, let's get into the let's get into the recap. Unless you got, I, any I just want to say real quick, like like you said it just there, like we're going over like this fight was pretty fun, but this next weekend is like what the fuck is going on right now? Mm-hmm. Like the whole the product is getting stale because. Again, I'm never going to complain about there being more fights. I love those fights every right, weekend. Right, right. I'm going to bet on them. I'm going to watch them, whatever. But there's fights like 90% of weekends, and you're going to have some stingers in there because they're going qu- quantity over quality Yeah, where it's going to get it gets stale after a while, which is the same shit over and over again, the same format, everything. And meanwhile, PFL is doing all this innovative stuff like the tournament play. You know who's going to fight next, all this shit. Um, and then we have to mention real quick, too, that Dana totally was sitting on the announcement yeah. for uh, the card, which is a fucking... Well, we'll, yeah. we'll get into it when it's time, but Poirier Gaethje for the BMF belt. Kevin Holland's on the main card. Kevin, fucking, Kevin Holland, who does he face? He fights uh, Chiesa. Chiesa, we got uh, Tony Ferg versus Bobby Green. Paulo Costa versus Aliskarov. Ingram, we'll yeah. About. And fucking, what was the other one? Or no, we already uh, talked about. There's Polish one more. Polish power and Pajeda, yeah. dude. Yeah, fucking Jan and Pajeda. It's crazy. And Aljo versus O'Malley got announced. And Whaley yeah. versus Lamos. All at once. Just waiting for Ngannou to announce his deal so Dana could come and try and steal the spotlight away from him. And it's way too early, but I love, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I love Bobby Green versus Ferguson. I love fucking Chiesa versus Holland. And I love... Polish power versus Bahada. I was waiting for that. Thank you very yeah. much. That's going to be easy money. Easy mm-hmm. money. Uh, all right, let's get into UFC Charlotte. Pretty electric card overall for like going into it. Our expectations were pretty low. Guess what? We were in front of a crowd and and it was lit. What a surprise! Um, Keep it in front of a crowd. Is this weekend in the Apex? Yep. Okay. Yeah. This card See? can be. This card can be in the Apex. That's okay. Um. Yeah. All right, but let's get into it. Right off the bat. Jessica Rose Clark gets choked out. We saw this coming. I think we were all on Lisboa. I missed most of this fight, but I mean, I cashed my bet on it. So, death Here. taxes and Jesse Jeskin choked out or getting submitted. Yep. I mean, sure. like she is officially a can. Yeah, she got cut. So, yeah, like I, as she should have. I mean, I watched the whole fight. It Lisboa Lisboa was winning the whole time. She didn't need to finish her with like a minute left, but she did. Um, yeah, Jesse Jess, I I don't know. It's was Lisboa impressive at all? I mean, or no. I mean, Brid- can. Bridger made made it seem like she was like the next champion of the world. She's not. <laughs> she she's fine. She she's fine. I don't expect to like. She she's fine. I I don't like. Je- Jesse Jess is just bad. Yeah. On the is. feet, Jesse Jess is actually better. I think. Lisboa, like when she was on the ground, it wasn't even close. But yeah, I it was pretty easy for Lisboa, for sure, for sure. All right, moving on to this was this was crazy. <laughs> this was nuts, dude. So I I was quoted last week saying both these guys are way too durable. I do not see a finish. <laughs> sure enough, Gabe Green comes out guns blazing. Guns blazing, aggressive as hell. Takes 14 seconds for this fight to end. Brian Battle weathers the storm. Uh, Green missed a bunch of those punches. And yeah. Battle just counter right, right on the button, knocks Gabe Green out. Fucking electric. I mean, Gabe Green, the funny part is that's not how he fights at all either. I was like, yeah, he's, he can grind out a decision here, I think. And I really think it was a last second decision by him because the crowd was super hyped for battle because it's from yeah, North Carolina yeah. and all this shit. I think something in Gabe Green's mind was like, okay, I, I got to do something. Like, let's fucking <laughs> let's go crazy. And then the best part, if you watch the replay, battle's head was up the entire time and he, and he saw that punch. He was like, okay. He's like he 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 wasn't throwing as much as Green was, and he saw the perfect opportunity. And I fucking love Brian Battle. I had Brian Battle, I was so under. happy that he he did that shit. He, I mean, he's got two fucking highlight reel knockouts, early knockouts too. Yeah, mm-hmm. facts. Pretty pretty impressive stuff. Like he is electric with like he does not seem like 
he is capable of, of these crazy highlight knockouts, which, sure enough, here we are, fucking, what, three fights into his career? I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Watching Tough, I would never have thought he'd be the guy to produce, like, his last two wins are both fucking highlight real knockouts. Would be some guy's highlight. Career uh, highlights. Yeah, career highlight, yeah. <clears throat> and, I mean, I mean, the be- I, I love fights when the replay is the whole fight. And yeah, dude, 14 seconds, bro. That's a that's an easy clip right there. Yeah, literally. I was good, good, good for Brian Battle. Unfortunately, he, he missed weight, so he didn't get a bonus, which sucks. But I mean, shit, you gotta you gotta be on weight, my man. Did uh did he did he call out Patty at the end or he called nah, out somebody? I don't. I have I I had no volume. I was at the bar. I don't remember. Okay, but... he called out somebody. It might have been Patty. Um, I feel like everyone calls out Patty, but he called out somebody. Um. But yeah, I mean, home. I I think we should start backing home crowd fighters. I think that's the trend lately. It's it's definitely been working lately. I didn't I didn't even realize he was from Charlotte, but I didn't either. Just so oversight was, by a surprise. No, I bet on him, so I was glad. Oh, I was on green, but I was happy. I was still happy. Um, also pretty good betting night for me uh, again. So that yeah, means same. this week I'll probably lose it all. But let's talk about Mandy Bohm versus Jian Kim. Oh God. I don't even think we – this was – I don't even fucking remember what – I mean, I do remember, but – See, I don't want to get into this, but we kind of have to at least, like, detail it because it was – so, it's, some, it's something I've never seen before. So in what the happened was – I think it was the end of round one. So Kim – End of round two was the, when End of round two. Okay, so this fight was – Kim was up 2-0. Kim was Kim up 2-0. Kim was up 2-0, but she got a point taken at the end of either round one or round two. I don't remember. Round two. For like a late kick, and it yeah. was definitely late. I agree with the call. I agree with that call. And then into the third round, uh, Boehm is a grounded opponent, and Kim knees her in the face, stops the fight. Um, it it seemed accidental to me. I mean that those things happen. I don't know if you can say it was accidental after she like blatantly kicked her after the the bell. It was ruled accidental. uh, But the the point was still uh, taken. It was ruled accidental, but the point was taken, which is surprising to me. Okay. This this is, this is the weird part. So the kick at the end of second happens because the point taken, which I agree with the call. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Need to a ground opponent. um, And I, I'm bone sold it. Like she sold it. It didn't look that bad. And she sold it hard, which is, whatever like you know what like whatever get your win like that's fine i don't really blame her because she was losing that fight never apologize for yeah her. she sold it and they called the fight after they called the fight they took a point which was the weird part yeah so they called they um called the fight the took fight a point. was over we're going to the scorecards but before they, we go to the scorecards yeah and the scorecards were point. already submitted by the judges the way that they had they made the resubmit forever them, which they're not supposed to do yeah, I mean the, the coverage was so far behind. They were they, they didn't do post fight interviews for like four straight fights because it was they had to catch up because it was taking so long. And then Bowman ends up getting winning a fucking split, which is fucking hilarious. A split technical decision. I don't think we'll ever we, we won't see that again for a while. I yeah, think. this if it, like we talked about this fight just being a shit show. I mean, of all the fights for this to happen, this is definitely it. Um, neither girl is really good. Kim, it sucks for her because she was winning and. But she did it. She was. She but won don't. The fight. But don't be an idiot. Don't exactly. Like the, exactly. The kick Use at the end head. of the round was so unnecessary. Right. Like. Like. What are you doing? Because even if she, even if the fight continued, she still. Da- she still lost two points. Mm-hmm. Even if the fight continued, so like, she might have still lost. Unreal. But Bohm somehow gets the dub. I don't ever want to see either of them on a card ever again. To be fair, but we move respectfully. on respectfully. This fight was electric, yeah, and we were all over it. Douglas Silva de Andrade is electric. Went out one, two rounds. I was pretty confident that he was up two rounds. This fight was very back and forth, very entertaining, like we expected. Third round, Cody Stammen just drops DSA, and I was very worried. But DSA is a tough son of a bitch. Survived, took it to the scorecards, and got the 29-28 unanimous win. Um, Felt good to catch that one because I was all in on him. I've been on DSA too. Really poor. I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining, but it was terrible fight IQ by Stamen. If if he brought DSA up to the feet towards the end, it was probably over. over. It, yeah. They could have they could have called it. Like they, I got I thought they were gonna call it for a second. He was 
hurt. Yeah. But DSA is a tough mother. We've seen him hurt before. Yep. He's a tough motherfucker. Um, but yeah, Stamen, like you got it. And he's also uh protesting the decision because in the first round, if you recall, uh Stamen had control. DSA did something illegal. I forget what, and they stood him up on the feet. Oh, right, right, they, right. They took away Stamen's position. Stamen's I think like, it was an up kick or something like that. Right, yeah, yeah. He kicked him when he was on the ground when he's and like he was on top of him, and they stood him up, and then and Stamen's like, "What the?" Which is a fair gripe. It's like, well, For sure. what? So it might. It's possible this could be ruled a no contest. Honestly, like uh, weeks down the road. Um, either way, my DSA ticket is cast into my bank account. So yes, of course. Yeah, that's all. That's care. all that matters. Um, electric though. Electric yeah, fight. absolutely. DSA is boxed up. Um, all right, Chase Sherman. Everyone say prayers. Oh, god, dude, he, he's I, been cut. I, I put way too much. I should have hedged, dude. I, I just bit. sprinkled, I know better. I took that the second round two, round three props. That was it, man. I was not. Well, see, I had him in a lay with fucking DSA and mm. battle, which would have cashed out for a lot, that would have been huge. And I should have fucking cashed out of my straight bet with Sherman just because, like, okay, like. Yeah. Let's just call it. I mean, he actually didn't look that bad. He did not look like a plus three fifty. He, he did. He did fine. He's definitely boxed up. He's, he's the he's the boxed up fight of the year last year, bro. He's the reigning defending box up champion. Unfortunately, his time he won't in the UFC, defend though. His time in the UFC has come to a close for the second time in his career. Um, <laughs> maybe he'll be back to fight fucking Almeida on short notice or something. That would be so awesome. But yeah, respect to Carl Williams, I guess. I don't know. That fight wasn't anything special, but um Chase Sherman, man. There officially be a new boxed up fight of the year champion this year. Yep, confirmed. Confirmed. All right, main card. Pretty electric, honestly, this main card. Um Matt Brown. Holy shit. Knocked the shit out of Court McGee. Yeah, dude. I, I smell to finish, my man. I told you. I smell to I finish. know. See, like, the underlay went three for four, but I can't really be mad. So it's three for four two weeks in a row. I can't really be mad about this week because I was going to do Smith-Walker regardless. Right. Um, But, um, yeah, man. Uh, McGee, decision margin, you can't finish anybody. It's kind of the uh, the, the Eric uh, theory of uh, in a cage with, for three, five, 15 yeah. minutes with a, with a, with a dog. Against a non-dog, I don't think uh, McGee is a quote-unquote dog in terms of the MMA, uh, UFC world. No. Um, and I actually watched Matt Brown's. Uh, uh, he like analyzed his knockout, and it's kind of funny. He like kind of saw the opening for a while, and he, it just took one. And McGee was literally like, he shook his head. He's like, "Nah, I'm good." To follow up shots. <laughs> it was a walk-off KO. That was electric. Old man gets. I mean, he's now the knock tied with. Uh, Tied with Derek Lewis, Lewis, which is nuts, dude. He's like forty three years old. He's probably got a couple more fights left in him. I'd hope. Yeah. So, big shout out to him though. That was electric. No sick highlight. Um. Also at welterweight, Alex Morono subs Tim Means. Morono's fucking good, man. He's dude, he's so well rounded. He's so well rounded, dude. Give him a ranked guy. He's. One five I mean, his... shit, dude. He was on his way to be in the ponds, man. Like, he's right there. He's right. That's there. what I'm saying. He he's won five of his last six, and that one loss was a fight. He was like on his way to fucking winning. Uh, let's go. The Kane scored. Fucking go. Oh, yeah. Um, like he he's means is you know not what he used to be, but Morono was in control of that fight for the whole time. He took means best punches, and one thing about Morono too is that when he smells a finish, he'll he'll. He gets Seal it, it up. Yeah. He, he, sub or KO. He's 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 can do both. You yeah, know? he was right on that sub real fast. Once that was in, I was like, I think I think we got it. Yeah, I was on I was on him uh, inside distance. Yeah, shout out me for doing him by KO or decision. Uh, it was an al- it, it was it was an LA that would have missed anyway, but still, that was kind of like what the fuck. It is what it is. Um, next up, Carl's Olberg with another first round knockout. Yep. Um, I saw they disclosed the payouts for this card, and P- Poteria got 12k to get knocked out in two minutes. 12k, 12k, bro. That's just sad. It's very Jesus sad. Christ. This was oh. the result I think everybody expected a first round KO from Olberg. I mean, it's a little fucking... check left hook. 
knocked him. He's fucking dangerous as shit. Potiera is fine. He's not bad. Like he's fine. Right. Um, like Olberg, I think is just way levels ahead. I think Olberg could challenge for a belt. Honestly, I think he's gonna he and Kennedy. It's funny that his one loss is to Kennedy, but like both those guys are on their way up. And Kennedy today just got a fight announced with Dustin Jacoby, which is a great fight. Yeah, and Earl, only eight and one too. Only nine professional MMA fights. I mean, he's got his power, last, man. He has three first round KOs in a row, and each one has been an electric finish. And he called his he stopped fight for uh for yeah Daria too. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna walk off now. Like this dude, I just kicked his ass. We're done. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Olberg. I mean, I, he needs to get a big step up in competition next. He's ready. I agree. Give him a fucking um, top five guy. I don't care. Fuck it. Mine, it's two hundred five, man. Two hundred five is. We'll get Anus. to two hundred five. Um. Next up, Ian Gary. Fucking masterclass knocks out D Rod in three minutes, bro. Like very impressive. Very not impressive. what I was expecting at all. It, he he is. I mean, we we have kind of been on, like at first we were a little hesitant on him. We're like, oh, this guy, I mean, he's not that good. But no, he's he's a real deal. No, Ian Gary, the future. He is the real deal. Got the full package. He's got the personality, skills, like in the octagon. It's gonna be interesting once he fights a wrestler or a uh, you know a jujitsu guy or someone right, of, right, that, right. of that skill set. It's gonna be interesting, but he's going to fucking like wherever to number thirteen now. Just, he's going to Brazil to just go train jujitsu for like five way ticket. Yeah, so he's he's ranked now. Um, I saw a picture of them smoking a joint together too. I did. I, I just saw that. Yeah, I love. So Dude, big but, shout out to Ian Gary. The knockout was so sick though. He did the fit. He did the classic Rob Whitaker jab with the same side of the body to front to head kick mm-hmm. and it just landed so clean and then d-rod just i mean once yeah, the, once he was done. gary started rushing it was over and it was crazy d-rod is one of those guys where it's crazy to see in that position you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. but yeah he got knocked and gary number 13 welterweight in the ufc we'll see what's next you know who the number five uh light heavyweight is now is fucking johnny walker that's so wild. Number five in the world. He he dominated Anthony Smith. Really. Like, Dude. Smith is cooked. I'm sorry, but he's cooked. Just one or two punches wet away from the underlay, I think. Yes, dude. He had a chance to finish at the end of the first round. Smith was able to get him down, but then Johnny got back up and took Smith down to secure the round. That was, that was crazy. But, yeah, he had his chance to finish him in the first. Johnny just brutalized the leg. Um, And then we had the clip of, Smith saying, you're attacking my family. And Walker's like, huh? He's like, you're attacking my family. And he's like, Walker's like, what? <laughs> that was that clip was hilarious. Well, I noticed like they were talking to each other. I'm like, why are they why are they talking to each other right now? Why aren't they fighting? And yeah. that's what it was. So that was that was incredible. I'm I love Johnny Walker. He's very boxed up and he's very close to a title shot. Very what close. This, what this win showed too is he can, he can win in other ways other than just be like knocking you in the in first. Well, he mean he got it that, that sub against Kutelaba. He knocked yep. out Craig and now he just like dominated Anthony Smith for three rounds. Like, yeah, uh, dude. Sub and knockout and a decision. Like he's leveling up. Johnny Walker, I'm all in. He should fight Rockic next when Rockic comes back. That's what everyone's been saying. He he's leveling up. Like we hopped on the Johnny Walker train at the right time. Um, in terms of Anthony Smith, I mean, I'm not, I haven't seen him look that bad in a long time, and it's weird he's, because I think he's done, man. I agree, but it's it happened so fast. I feel like just like he was just on a fucking three fight win streak and like looking yeah, better than ever. And I then because I remember after the Glover fight where he got brutalized, we're like okay, he, he made like, a little, he made the Johnny Walker comeback that we're talking about right now, and then mm-hmm. you know now he's not so. One thing that's kind of trippy to think about is that he, he had that home invasion, um, I think a few years ago. You're attacking my family. Yeah, I think I think you can relate that to that, which is pretty fucking, uh, um, like wild wow. to think about and like very deep in a way because, like, if if you read Anthony Smith's like, uh, story about that, it was fucking super traumatizing. This yeah. dude, like, this dude put up a fight against him. Like, that's saying something. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I I relate that to that incident. Right. I, 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 I love Lionheart, but I think I think it's about about time to call it quits. Said he's not retiring. I don't know. I mean, he had a chance against Magomed, and he had a chance against Johnny Walker. Like I really I mean, don't know what's I mean, next. The Maybe he wants a couple him. more. Yeah, I mean the whole Jones thing. It's uh, 
he should have gotten the title shot. I mean, it's weird to say that because Hill did beat Glover, but mm-hmm. he, I still think he got fucked. Very tough. Um, I'm going to focus on the positives that I love Johnny Walker. So Johnny Walker, dude, his his little dance at the end, too, is a new one. It was like he's, a, he's great. You're just hopping around. I don't know what do you even call that. He's like a fish. He's acting like a fish. <laughs> yeah, he's like dude. like a fish out of water. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Big time uh, Johnny Walker fan here. All right, let, let's talk about this main event. This won't take long. Almeida first round sub. Not I didn't surprised. Even see it. Didn't I mean he just made it look easy again? I was hoping Jarzinho would be able to. He, he defended the first takedown, and I was like, oh okay. But soon after he was on his back, and soon after he was getting tapped out. So Almeida's a problem at heavyweight. We've known this. Uh, now we'll just see who's next for health and Almeida. So, I mean, why that, the fuck? Was, why was this a main event, dude? Like, this is what everyone thought was gonna happen, and it happened. And yeah, I just, I just like what five rounds for this fight? We needed five rounds for this fight. No, we didn't. But we don't, we don't make decisions. It is what it is. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end this, this portion, and then uh, we'll rejoin and we'll, re- we'll uh, preview this next card. All right, cool. Yeah, start it. Electric fight night. UFC Vegas, whatever, whatever. Headlined by <laughs> Mackenzie Dern versus Angie Overkill Hill. What a fucking main event we have in store for us here at Women's Strong. This card is something. This probably will not take long. I'm guessing there's 12 fights. A lot of them are just very shit. So let's get into it. You need Starting. odds. Uh, yeah, pull up Dodds. Why not? So, starting off the night, we have Temba Gorimbo versus Takashi Sato. Pretty sure Sato is the one that battle knocked out brutally. It is. Uh, Gorimbo fought once and just kind of did not look good. I'm pretty sure this fight is close to a pick em. It's Sato is plus 100, Gorbino minus 120. Under two and a half, minus 175. I feel like that's the kind of a likelihood. I don't know. Like <laughs> The principle of when both guys stink, <laughs> take the under. I mean, yeah. I, do you have a side here? No, I don't. I don't know any. I, I don't know anything about Gorimbo at all. As he fought somebody once. I watched it. And he lost, but let me let me take a look because I remember yeah, exactly. seeing him. I remember seeing him. I might take Garimbo just because. Why the fuck not? Wait, stop. Okay, so he has a lot of submission wins. Oh, it was against Fletcher. AJ Fletcher. Right, okay. That was kind of recently. I think that was on short notice, too. So maybe now he's like got his feet under him full camp. So 10 of his 14 fights have come by finish. That's interesting. What about Sato? Uh, let's see. Also, a little hack. If you stay on their page, Sato like will be there to just click. Oh, got you. And then a lot of knockouts. Sato, a lot of knockouts. Okay, so thirteen of. Well, let's see. Two and five. Sixteen of twenty. Eight, Eighteen of twenty-two total have been finished. So oh, yeah, I think I think that's an under right there. Under. Moving on. Uh, Natalia Silva. Is gigantic favorite against Leonardo for good reason. She's way better than Leonardo. I expect her to just fuck her up. That's kind of what I'm she thinking. She is minus 900, Leonardo plus 625. I like the under two and a half at minus 135, too, just I think Silva's going to finish her. Like we've yeah. seen her do it to multiple other fighters. Why can't she do it again to Leonardo? If Leonardo wins this fight, um, I will. I'll do something. I don't know. No, no. I, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I will eat a cat treat if Leonardo okay. wins this okay. fight. I will do it, and I will record it for the people. And post it on the box at Twitter. I will do, I will do that. I will do that. Okay. Deal. But she's not going to do it. Natalia all day. She's She might be boxed up. Yeah, she, yeah, she is. It's kind of sub, too. Absolutely. Um. All right. Chase Hooper. Is fighting. They got Nick Fiore. Fiore. The 247th uh, ranked lightweight in the world. 
dude. I what is Chase Hooper? I'm guessing he's favored. No, Chase Hooper is plus one ten. Fiore is minus one thirty. I'm full on the fade Chase Hooper train. He's moving up to lightweight, which is something, but. There's a lot of hype around him. I don't even know why. He's had a very it's, I wouldn't even call it hype. He was just like he was like 20 years old when he debuted. And it's like this Fury guy. A lot of submission. A lot of early wins from this guy. Um Bro, I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm I, I think a fade a Chase Hooper fade is smart here, though. Just fade Chase Hooper just blindly. I don't hate that's that. kind of that's kind of my that's my play. Yeah. He might just be ass. Okay, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. <laughs> I'm glad you can. <laughs> um heavyweight slop fest of the night. Alir Latifi, who last beat the Boa. Fuck that guy. Taking on Rodrigo Nascimento. Let me see what Nascimento has done recently. He's a number twenty-five heavyweight in the world, so he's climbing the ranks. I have a he grip won't... against. I have a grip against Latifi for ending the Boa's career in the UFC. That sucked. Okay, Nascimento won a split against Tanner Bozer last year. I remember and then that. Had a no contest taken back against Baudo, and then before that, got knocked out in forty-five seconds to Chris Dawkins. On uh, Latifi's as a lot of decisions for a heavyweight. Oh, I didn't read the odds yet. Nascimento is minus one seventy. Latifi's plus one forty five. I don't even have a side here. I don't. Is the total at one and a half or two and a half? No, it's at two and a half minus one thirty, which is interesting. Yeah, that no, dude. I was gonna take the over one and a half, like lock it in, but I don't like. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this fuck this, dude. All these fighters (laughs) stink, dude. (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude. And next, dude, Gilbert Urbina, who. Came in second to Brian Battle in the Ultimate Fighter. I don't think he's very good. Well, he's the 198th versus the 128th welterweight in the world, right? Kosuke here. fought Blood Diamond. This is also a pick him, too. He fought Blood Diamond and won, but like did not look good. I kind of like the under here, under two and a half, minus 140. I don't know why, but I just do. I don't, I don't think Gilbert or Urbina is good, bro. So I talk think about I, again, two. Fighters that are just not like the Sato and Garimbo fight. I kind of feel the same way. Two fighters that just why are we watching this? Why are they in the UFC? Like, I what like someone's gonna have to win, and if you win, you're gonna stick around longer. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, dude, I know <laughs> this is hilarious. Give me Kosuke. That's my, that's my the favorite. problem. I have this card is not it's 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 definitely got some boxed up names on it, but it's not like. Like, we're five fights in, and we haven't come across a guy who we love as in his boxed up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me Kosuke, just because fuck, even that's just my pick. I don't even yeah, fucking know. Yeah, being a fit, I like that. <laughs> All right, we got some boxed up action here. We got KK, Karina Kovalkiewicz. Kovalkiewicz. There we go. Taking on Vanessa Demopoulos. I'm a big Carolina guy. I think she's going to win. KK, it's, it's... yeah, all day, all day. Vanessa is boxed up. I love Vanessa, but. I think KK is a little bit of a step up for her. I mean, we KK is minus one thirty, Vanessa plus one ten. We talk about all the time, not all the time, but whenever KK is about to fight, if you look at her record, which you don't have to pull it up, but she she has a lot of loss. She has seven losses, but she's fought a bunch of fucking like yeah. champs. She fought for the belt, dude. Oh, Joanna. Like, like yeah, yeah, she's she is Rightfully, I'm gonna take her at minus one thirty, just straight up. Yeah. I think for sure, Polish power, baby. Though if Vanessa comes out, like she's she's a dog. Vanessa is a dog. I don't want to like underplay. No, no, like, she yeah, she, she's impressed. Got some I've been by her in the past, but it's like she's not facing the the talent. She hasn't been facing the talent. So yeah, give me KK all day. Let's move up. We got lightweight. This will be a banger. Machete is back. Machete Take, is back. Taking on Slava Claus. Slava Claus. Okay, so okay. Machete's plus one forty. Slava Claus minus one sixty-five. Okay, so I think I have one fight when I think about these two. I, I have a very uh my I my uh is very close to my heart because I bet on him like a year ago and he had like a 30 second knockout. It was electric. Mm-hmm. And I was just super hyped up. And then Slava Claus, I remember him because didn't he fight? At the Columbus card you were at, and just got he got rustled by, by Jacasey for three rounds. Exactly, but he's supposed to be like this knockout guy. He's crazy he on ever... the feet, and this fight is going to be on the feet. 
So the under two and a half is minus one sixty five. I think that's underlay right there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what do we have money line? Well, you said plus one forty for Machete. Yep. I don't know how good he is, though. It's just it's uh, tempting, though, because I'm expecting this to just be on the feet. Yeah. And I feel like Borshev is just going to be much faster and is going to be like kicking the body and doing doing things like that that are going to slow Machete down a little bit. Right. Sure. (laughs) I like the under, though. The underlay, dude, I don't even fucking know. I'm going to pick Slava. I'm going to pick. We got a lot to choose from. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I like a lot of unders. Give me Slava Claus. I think he's gonna get back. Yeah, he's gonna do a little fucking dance. He's gonna he's gonna show out here. I think. But Machete wins. I'll be happy for Bridger. It's Bridger's guy. Speaking of Bridger's guy. Yeah, MJ. MJ's back, taking on Diego Ferreira. Good fight. Old guy fight. Yeah. Good fight though. Yeah. So we got um. Odds on this, uh, Ferreira is minus 150 and MJ is plus 130. Uh, interesting fight. Both are on not great streaks in terms of winning. I mean, M- MJ, MJ's no, been dude. so much better lately, though. But look at his look, just okay. No, Fajita just hasn't fought in a while. All right, so MJ got the knockout of. Alan Patrick, who sucks, but yeah, so I don't put much stock into that. The fight against Jamie Malarkey was a really good fight, and I thought he won that. It was close. And then, like, he was like a plus two fifty. I don't even remember dog against Mark Casey, and he fucking won straight up pretty easily. So, like, we thought he was on the downswing. He's starting to like fight his way back up, though. For on the other hand, I'm pretty sure he got knocked out by uh, Gamrot. Yeah, he did, but it, he he, got, he like broke a rib, and that's why oh, he got he got sub. Yeah, he like got kicked. I'm pretty sure uh, it was one of those things where, but go down. And then and then yeah, he got knocked out by uh, Gregor. Where where the fuck is Gregor Jalisa at? He must just be retired at this point. Yeah, because um, he was like top thirteen, top twelve, top ten almost. And then a split loss to Daryush, which I didn't watch the fight, but like that's. You know, a good mm-hmm. fighter to be right there with. I don't know. Like, I feel like like he's been out of the game for like seventeen months now. I think it said. Mm-hmm. And part of me wants to go with Ferreira just because he's just in general more well rounded and has fought at the top for longer. I mean, MJ is twenty one and eighteen, which is a terrible MMA record. <laughs> it's like Matt Brown. I don't know though. It's I really it's this is a t- I'm pretty torn here. I'm not gonna lie. No, I love I I mean. The, just MJ's the, way, the fun bet for sure. Absolutely. And just the way that like, he's been fighting well in his last three fights. So, like, I'm going to bet on him to keep that up and at least make this a close one, I think. Right. I like so, that mentality. Sure. So, I'll take the plus 130 with MJ. 21 and 18. Oh, that's brutal. He knocked Poirier, my, my man. Don't forget. Uh, it doesn't matter. Don't forget. BMF. Who's really the BMF? The fucking MJ, MJ. MJ is the Paul Craig of lightweight. 100%. Absolutely, I love that. Yeah, he, for sure. He has, he has a few sure. other like weird wins too against like he really can good beat wins. anybody. He can lose to anybody any given night. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna get it done though. Um, all right, this is my main event. Oh, Andre yeah. Andre Fialio versus Joaquin Buckley. Joaquin Buckley, Buckley going up to middleweight, dude. coming down, to, going you know, coming down to welterweight, going down to welterweight. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Fialio plus one ninety. Buckley minus two twenty five, under one and a half at plus one hundred five. Now hear me out here. They're okay. First off, I like Buckley. I like this move a lot. His reasoning to go down because he was getting knocked out too much. That's a quote. He said, "Yeah, I was tired of getting knocked out." Fair, smart move. Honestly, like, I'm I, tired of him getting knocked out too. Fialio, I don't think is very good, but he he's does live. Pos- he's live. That he possesses round. the power to beat Buckley, who is known for not having a great chin. For like, sure. I think Buckley's going to win. but There's it just value takes, on Fialio knockout. For it sure. just takes one from Fialio. Like, Buckley has gotten knocked out, I think, three times in the UFC. Fialio All by knockouts yeah. plus 350. I don't think Fialio is that good. But then but, the other thing is, like, is Fialio's chin that good? I think it's I mean, better than Buckley's, I think. Do you like the one and a half here or no? 
What is it at under? What is the under odds on that? Plus one and five, under one and a half. I think that's not enough time, honestly. I don't think so either. I mean, I could definitely see a first round knockout here, but it's like, I feel like if Buckley's smart, he's going to go wrestle. I have too many uh, two and a halves on here to choose from. Yeah, yeah, I was for sure. When when you say it like that, definitely I would not include this. Um, I, I think Buckley's going to, I think Buckley's way more talented than Fialio, but I would not hate a sprinkle on like Fialio, like first round KO. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not bad. Like that's that's a live bet right there, but I I got Buckley here. You know I'm a Buckley guy. I think this is a great, like this is the type of matchup too. Where like he could easily just knock him out right away too. Like he that, could. He he might just come out. I'm excited to watch him. I'm I'm a big fan of Buckley. We all know this. The type of competition he's been facing and competing against is levels ahead of Fialio. So that's that's like, very that's a very good point. Like that's he was beating Curtis until he got knocked out. He was. I, I mean, mean there's, there's a reason he's put he's minus two twenty five. You mm-hmm. know, like. He's supposed to win this fight. They, like he, they, like he, they're the, the UFC smarter. They're not going to book him a fight where he's at, at the disadvantage in his first fight at welterweight. He's trying to rejuvenate his career, uh, and it's crazy. Like on Twitter, they do these threads of they go through the uh, uh, MMA fighters, like, yeah, the career, career recaps. Buckley's had a crazy career, bro. Lots mm-hmm. of ups, lots of downs, lots of knockouts on both sides of his fights. So. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Like he's had a crazy career, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of memorable fights. Absolutely, we, Bo- Buckley is boxed up for sure, for sure, and he's gonna get it done. That's a lock. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know who else is gonna get it done? Oh boy, Loopy the God Gutinez is back on short notice again because she's a warrior. Emily Ducote was supposed to fight Pollyanna Viana. Viana had a withdrawal. None other than Loopy is in to step is it comes to step in. Ducote lost to Angie Hill in her last fight, just got fucking obliterated. Wasn't even close. Loopy also lost to Angie not too long ago. What do we what do we think is gonna happen here? What do you what do you okay, like? Okay, well, you know my thoughts on Loopy. You don't like uh, it. Loopy is minus one fifty five. Dakota is plus one thirty five. Listen, okay, I'm a man of my word. I said after last fight how uh, unimpressed I was by her performance against a fighter that she should beat easily based on her skill set. She not, chose not to wrestle, which I did not understand. Two fights in a row, she decided not to. One it hurt her. I am. I said though, I said, hey, I'm gonna give Loopy one more chance. I'm gonna bet on her. I'm gonna fucking. Uh, want her to win. I'm giving her one last shot. If she's if she doesn't do it for me this fight, I'm out on Loopy because she's too good to be in these close this is fights. Her last chance. It's my it's her last chance to win my fandom. I'm gonna say I, it. I think she's gonna get it done. I, I fucking I hope so. She 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 should get it done. She, she should, should get it done. She should. Like, she absolutely should. She is better than Ducote for sure. Yeah. By we'll see though. I'm gonna. I'm. That's a again. We talked about all these shit fights. We got this little stretch here. Machete, MJ, Buckley. The main card is not atrocious. Loopy. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be enjoying these last few fights here just because I got we got some box up favorites on there. Um Comain though. Let's talk about this Comain. Edmund Shabazian and Anthony Hernandez. Uh very, very interesting matchup here, if you if I do say so. Uh, this is like very like right outside the rankings type guys at 185. So Edmund was plus 200 earlier in the week. He's now plus 175. Okay. And Anthony Hernandez is minus 200. Under one and a half, plus 130. Um, I mean, the public loves uh, Edmund. The line's moving. I also like Edmund. I think it's value at that number. Hernandez, I haven't seen much of him, but he is a very good fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, Edmund has had an interesting career where he was on a on the rise, lost three in a row, and then one we saw him knock out um your boy in person. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um Dolce. Yeah, Dolce, dude. I, I want Edmund to win because I, I I think he has a skill set to push for a title at some point. But this is no easy task with against Anthony Fluffy Hernandez. I got fluffy but, here, man. Really? Yeah, I got fluffy. I think I think he's gonna make light work. 
Maybe not light work. That might be strong, but I think uh, I think we're gonna see Edmund kind of go back to that slide where he was at. I mean, he knocked out Dolce, but he was a giant favorite. And Edmund takes to... a Edmund takes a lot of damage, or he like, did take a lot in those three fights. And, he took so much damage. And Fluffy is a violent motherfucker, so that's yeah. where I'm seeing. Like, I think Fluffy just has the violence advantage. Obviously, he's he's a favorite here. I kind of like how the public is starting to bet on Edmund here because it just makes that Fluffy number get even better. So I'm I'm gonna take Fluffy here. Damn, bro. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, I don't I mean, want Edmund to lose. I mean. It's a win-win, though, because if Edmund wins, it's like, okay, maybe this dude is actually – maybe he is as good as we thought he was. We'll see, though. I mean, Whoever wins this fight has is going to be – like I'm going to look at being, okay, like that's a good win. What's next for them? Yeah, this you know? is a good fight. Both these guys are, are very good is what I'll say. Call me crazy, but – like this would this would be a fight that should be on like a prelim of a, of a PPV. Like, oh, yeah, would, for sure. Like Absolutely. None right, of these so. fights should be like a main car PBV fight, which is so funny to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make some hay out of this, but I'm maybe Buckley Fialio. Maybe, 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 maybe. I mean, Buckley is like a main car type fighter. He was on the him and Curtis were on the prelims when we went in Vegas. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's see, let's talk about this main event though. Let's let's get the fuck out of here. We ain't, we ain't got much to talk. about. <laughs> Mackenzie Dern, Angie Hill, five rounds. What's gonna happen? Make your pick. Who you got? I got Dern by sub, the the old reliable. I'm I've I'm heard this before. It. I've heard this before. <laughs> you know where I'm going, bro. I'm not I've gonna stray. I've heard this before, and I don't even think I gotta tell you twice. I, I'm on Angie Overkill. This dude. I'm gonna do it again. I'm going back to the well. I'm fading Mackenzie Dern as a favorite. Give me Angie Hill. She's going to defend the takedowns because guess what? Dern can't fucking get a takedown. And guess who has an overwhelming advantage on the feet? Angela Hill. She pieced Dern. the fuck out of Ducote. She pieced the fuck out of... I mean, she almost beat Amanda Lemos, who was fighting for the belt next. Like yeah. Angie Hill is slept on. I'm taking her as a dog again. Her last two wins, she just out-volumed Loopy, out-volumed Ducote. Neither of them were able to get to the ground. Dern's not going to be able to get it to the ground. Give me Angie decision. <laughs> Dern by some is plus 175, which is. That's so not cute. even value because like she hasn't subbed anyone in so long. Dude, I'm you lost with... to Tisha Torres. I don't, don't care. Even get me started on that. She beat Tisha Torres, bro. I'll fucking die on this hill, bro. <laughs> I will die on this fucking hill. I will not stray. I, I'm on Dern. I've been on Dern from the start. I'm not straying, dude. I was on Dern for the last the last three fights. I've been on Dern for, so I'm one and two in those last three. And fun fact, she was, I'm two and one. She was <laughs> fun fact. She was an underdog against fucking Nina Nunes, which is wild looking back on. Um, but yeah, she's gonna lock in a fucking armbar or a knee bar or some shit against uh. I could see it. Like, I can see it. I can see like, it. Angie you know, like, is definitely beatable for her. I'll say that. She lost to Hebus. I mean, yeah, she's a, oh, yeah, we didn't do odds for this. I think Dern's like uh, minus 175, I think. Dern is minus 175. Yeah, and Angie's plus 150. Give me Angie, bro. This just all day, all day. Fading Dern all day. Everything. Come on, Mackenzie. Main Come event on. Dern. Main event Dern is a fucking can. Main event Dern's 0 2. I fucking can. They, I love how they put her back on a main event after losing her first two main events. Because she's a baddie. All right, who's the yeah. bump? Ooh, the bump. Yeah, Buckley, dude. Got to give it to Buckley. I want to give it to Loop. Yeah, but Buckley. It's got to be Buckley. It's got to be Buckley. He's going to... Loopy, Loopy hasn't, does, hasn't earned the bump. Buckley... Buckley highlight. Buckley highlight. That's yeah. what we're going for here. Buckley highlight. Buckley's the bump. Um, underlay. Let me just tell you what I'm thinking real quick. Uh, because we're we're three and four the last four weeks. I like Gormito Sato. Um, okay, me too. I like. Uh, did we like Urbina and Kose? I like Machete and Slava Claus. Dude, okay. Here's the thing. Our whole uh, 
principle of when both fighters suck, you take the under. There's like there's a lot there's of those. Four, there's four, four fights on this card that we can make the underlay out of for that. So you can do you can put the Urbina fight in that mix. And so if you do that, and then do you like the Silva one? Basically, you're basically betting on her to get a fucking finish. Yeah, I do. I think Silva's gonna knock her out. Honestly, so the underlay that I I kind of it's Sato Gorbino, Machete and Slava Claus, Koshe, Gilbert Urbina, and Silva Leonardo. What was wait, Plus, wait 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 what was the what was the second one you said I missed that Machete and Slava Claus. Oh the Machete. Okay, so we have the first three fights in the night, and then I love that. <laughs> That's electric. High. That is electric. Is that actually how it is? Yeah. I mean, I don't I like think, a lot of... or, or three early fights. I don't know if it's the first three, but well, it's four prelims. I just like because I like the Edmund Hernandez and the Buckley Fialio, but they're both one and a half, and I don't know. I just yeah, no, take take the two and a halfs on a card like this. I would say, and then MJ and Fajeda is also two and a half, but I think that might go decision. I love it. Angie Overkill main event dub bang fade main event Dern. This is Box Up UFC. This is Slimmy. This is Dylan. Every week. We'll be back. Is there a card next week? I think they're off next week. No, they're on next week. Really? Who fights next week? Let me look it up real quick. I think they're off next Memorial Day, I think they take off usually. You sure? They did last um, year. Next card is June 3rd, which yeah, yeah so you're right. We're off next we'll week. We'll be back okay. for Kai Car France and Amir Albizi. So another boxed up fight night. We've we're on a run here with these. <laughs> the co-main is Caceres and Pineda. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yep. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys in a couple Malarkey weeks. Garam. We'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks. Uh, good luck on the bets. Good luck on the underlays. Betting very light this card. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I advise everyone to bet with caution here. Yeah, but please. That's boxed up. <laughs> and we're boxed up. And we'll catch yep. you guys in a couple weeks. Yes, sir.